There's maybe an obvious consequence of speaking publicly about the work that you do. And the thing is, people really start to know how you think. And I mean, like, really know how you think. Five minutes into a conversation recently, someone mentioned a couple of different podcast episodes I'd done already, a few LinkedIn posts I'd recently published. And first of all, flattered, amazing. But also, I just realized something. Doing your homework goes a long, long way in the eyes of your audience. And content marketers really need to take note of that. Let's talk about it. You're listening to the Content Head Podcast with me, Joe Michalowski. Every week I dive into one big idea that's come up in my day-to-day while leading content in B2B SaaS. Listen in for lessons and rants about working through the challenges of being a lean content team in the do-more-with-less environment we all find ourselves in. Thanks for joining me to nerd out about content. Let's get into it. There's one phrase that should bring a smile to any startup marketer's face. It's ICP expansion. As a marketer, it's like you wake up one day and suddenly the aperture for all of your efforts suddenly got a little bit wider. The disqualified pipeline that you drove over the last few months suddenly has a chance of converting because new product capabilities came out or the company has changed some kind of strategic objective. And it's a real oversimplification of how you know ICP expansion works, but you get the idea. And we're really going through this now at Mosaic and all, you know, over the last few months, I've got tons of new things to think about as far as content strategy goes, things that, you know, we're kind of set in stone because we've been running a very similar strategy for a long time to the same ICP. And so now, because, you know, one of the first things business is going to do is come and say to you, we need new content to target this new market. But. I don't just wake up one day and my colleagues don't just wake up one day and say, okay, uh, let's just wake up and churn out 15 barely different versions of our old sales materials and call it a day. We'll be all set. New ICP covered. No, you have to really like do your homework first. And so I wanted to talk a little bit about what that homework actually looks like. And this applies to any situation where you're targeting a new audience with a new strategy. That could mean the first content strategy your company ever built. So like three years ago, when I started at Mosaic and we really didn't have a content strategy, this would apply. Or for your business, if you're expanding into any number of new verticals, this is the kind of homework you should be doing ahead of time. And so before even putting the metaphorical pen to the metaphorical paper on a content strategy, here's what I want to know. It's really the three basic things. First, who exactly is this new ICP? And now obviously like somebody will come to say, oh, we're going to target professional services now. Like that's the new ICP. Great. But like, what does that mean? And I'm not talking about a persona profile. One of those vague, like marketing, Mary has a job and like, she's got 10 years of experience doing X, Y, and Z. Now I, I want a bulleted list of like a handful of LinkedIn profiles of actual prospects that we want to target and some idea of the companies that we'd want to sign. The companies are good because you get to say like, okay, like what do these companies look like? What does their kind of like, what does their mission look like? What do they care about? But it's kind of like vague because the things they care about on their website aren't necessarily the things your target market within that company cares about. So like we target finance people. And so the company might sell marketing software, but I want to sell to the finance person in that seat. So the individual prospects and their profiles are, are huge. So this means real people gives you real online activity. You can, you know, 
get a list, you get their profile, you can say, okay, like, what do they engage with online? What do they like? What do they comment on? What do they say when they post online? And not everyone does, but you can find the ones that do. And, you know, you're not just guessing now. You can understand, like, what they care about. It gives you a good baseline. So that's the first thing you want to know. Second thing, what are their key pain points in their job? I want a honest-to-goodness, day-in-the-life kind of rundown for the audience. What kinds of tasks do they deal with every day? What is the status quo? Where are the biggest pain points in that status quo? And for a long time, when I talked about finance leaders at B2B SaaS startups, it was like, okay, like we know that spreadsheet wrangling is kind of a big deal. So what are the tasks that they do every day? They do like revenue forecasting. They do expense forecasting. They do financial analysis for different departments. And it's like, okay, well, we know like a big pain point is manually cleaning all that data. So like, where can we kind of focus our efforts in solving that? And the the real unlock here is where you go from sort of, okay, I've got initial findings. I've done my research on their profiles. I've talked to experts that I know internally at my company that have an idea of what's going on. But now I want to actually get connected to the audience. Like, who can I go out and actually talk to who is experiencing this? And one thing that I am doing, it's like, because this is ICP expansion for me, not net new audience, I'm inviting people on the podcast who are around this new ICP. Maybe they're not people we'd specifically, but they are in that realm. And so I can come on the podcast and I can make a podcast episode for our current audience and really get to know what these people talk about, like what's their day-to-day look like and where where do they feel their strengths are, where do they feel they are less strong. And then maybe I can have like an offline conversation that takes a little bit further and kind of like get to know a little bit more and be a little candid about what we're going to do and what our future plans are. And so at least for me, because I already have the podcast set up, I already have content moving. It's one way for me to unlock some of that like pain point concept. And so that's the first two things. First thing, we want to know who they are. Like, I want to actually see their profiles. And two, what are their biggest pain points? And now the third thing that kind of brings it together, it's like, where do your product features overlap with those pain points? And so what does that Venn diagram look like? You have pain points on one side, you have product features on the other side. What's the middle piece? What are the big pain points that your product can specifically solve? And maybe not just today, But as you're moving into a new ICP, if you're moving into a new vertical, what is your product team telling you? Like, oh, we're adding these three features so that we can target this market. Okay, like, why? What what do those features have to do with the target market? And like, really be the product expert here. And this is how you create a foundation that lets you create product-led content that actually converts and doesn't sound so salesy. So you're not just pitching product, pitching product, pitching product you found that Venn diagram so you can really understand when it's appropriate to put your product in there because you know when you're writing about it or you're creating content about it, it's re- your product is relevant because it attaches to these pain points. And so all of these things are, like I said, your homework. It's who are they? What are their pain points? What can your product do about those pain points? All of this comes from before you ever outline any like content goals, distribution channels, plans for like tactical execution of like whatever campaign ideas you have. Like those are the things you think about when you think content strategy. But this is really about like before all that. 
And so like when I started at Mosaic, I came into the company and because they're a startup, like they had gone through the job of product positioning and, and they had to raise around in like a series, a seed stage already in a series A and like they had to understand their story and those building blocks you know, unbeknownst to them, like they didn't do it for me or for anyone in content, but those were critical for me to be able to do my job. And so it's easy to forget these pieces when you're moving into like ICP expansion, because you've already done all that hard work when the company was just a baby. And now you're like, oh, we've already like matured past that. Do we really have to go back and start from square one on the go-to-market district, like go-to-market plan side? The answer is yes, you absolutely do. And so personally, I think this is very much a product marketing job. Product marketing needs to do its job to position the product in the space you're trying to go into before you as a content person can go in and create content around that positioning. Uh, but in a startup, it's really like everyone's job. Uh, and so get used to digging deep with your executive team, your fellow marketers, your product marketers, anyone who's loosely connected to product and product marketing, because you're going to be at least mildly responsible for kind of hammering these details out. And so as always, a few key takeaways before we wrap up about this homework episode. So first and foremost, if you are targeting a new audience and you think, oh, you have a content strategy, I don't need to like fix or change anything. Do not pass go, go straight to jail, something, whatever monopoly reference you want to make. There's a mistake somewhere in there. You absolutely anytime there's a new audience involved you absolutely need to update that content strategy i don't care how amazing it was something's got to be changed even if it's just slightly make sure you have that figured out so number two i have content strategy i know jess cook has said this before it's kind of like a simple six question thing if content strategy is an exercise in who what when where why and how the homework is to create a rock solid foundation on the who part before you go any further so before you think about what cool projects are we going to do or where will we distribute them or like how often will we create new content or why are we doing this? Like what are our re like revenue goals or anything? Before you do any of that, you need to know the who inside and out, backwards and forwards, back of your hand, whatever, however you want to describe it. And if you don't, the rest of it is just not going to fall in place. Uh, and so the third thing I just mentioned a minute ago, make sure you have your product marketer hat on through all of this. Yes, it's about who your audience is and what they care about. As a content marketer, you are naturally or should be naturally like empathetic and good at putting yourself in their shoes. But all of this has to tie back to product because without that piece, your strategy could just end up all fluffy and driving traffic and interest with no tie to actual like pipeline conversions, customer convert, like revenue generation, anything like that. And so it's not all about that. Like you need to really resonate with the people deeply, but the product really needs to be part of it from day one. And so that's really it. That's the takeaways for doing your homework as a past real nerd, current real nerd, but at least in school, I was the kid who never missed class, always did his homework. This, you know, felt right to me doing your homework beforehand. So I hope this helps and let me know if I missed anything. Thanks. <laughs> Thanks so much for listening to this episode of the Content Head Podcast. One thing before you go, I'd love to hear your thoughts about today's topic. Send a note to contentheadshow at gmail.com and let me know what's on your mind. And if you liked the episode, be sure to follow Content Head wherever you listen to your podcasts. I'll see you on the next one.